All right, we're back for another episode of Change Agents. I'm Trav. This is Caleb. And today we have a special guest that can only introduce herself. I'm not even finna try to tell you all the things she do, so welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. My name is Samaya. I am the owner of Sexual Essentials as well as SE Media Group, Something Extraordinary Media Group. I am the host of Not Just Another Sex Podcast as well as the owner of Something Extraordinary Content House in Atlanta, Georgia. Damn. Damn. In short, you can just call me that girl if you can't remember. You want me to tell you, you know what, what my saying? favorite part about you is so far already? Wait. Man, you cold switched like a motherfucker when the camera came on because you, you, you was right here with me and then you said, hey, I'm rich. I'm the person that does <laughs> this, this, and this, and this. And that's all I heard, but nah, for real. I feel honored. Um, you know, heard Thank a lot you about you. We're going to shout out Giles a little bit. I don't, hey, like this nigga, I don't like giving this nigga too much credit. Florida niggas is just different. But they have been shooting my content for five years. Really? Yeah. How? Really? So, how? So, so how did y'all meet? College. Really? You in yeah. the fam? You didn't. Okay, shout out to Robert. I'm, una- I'm unofficial fam. fam. Yeah. Did we vote him? I'm unofficial fam. I'm unofficial fam. Look here. I'm unofficial VSU and I'm unofficial Morehouse. Then it sounds like you definitely ain't fam. And I ain't graduate from nowhere. Let me tell you how that works. (laughs) What happened was. Let me tell you how that works, right? (laughs) I'm from Albany, Georgia, officially. And then, you know, in college, I just kind of bounced to wherever I was fake in love at. And that's real. I'm just, that's, I'm, just your keep, truth. I'm just that's keeping your it truth. real. Like I went to school in Chicago, high I'm school. I'm from St. Louis. Oh, we don't even fuck with y'all. St. Louis or East St. Louis? <laughs> I know he. Oh, you hella disrespectful. I'm asking a question. Oh, hella disrespectful. You ain't no rattler. I'm just asking a question. <laughs> you ain't no rattler. But you know what I'm saying? It's two. To me, it's two FAMUs, right? It's as the person that didn't go to FAMU. I'm, but this, this often, it's like it's <laughs> like pre-top flight, and then it's top flight. So it's like you just told us all how old. It's like I'm 34. I don't care. Okay. I got you know what I'm saying. John's a good editor, so (laughs) my grades ain't gonna be in the camera like that. It's gonna look like you know what I'm saying. Oh, but I got grades. Oh, now he know what. Now he know what he's doing because your grades. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't work on our process, so he's been bothering me since we got here. He's (laughs) so excited to have me. That's what I do. That's all it is. That's what I do. And I like just off of no disrespect to my dog, but Caleb is like. Way like a much better person than me, <laughs> and I like when I got somebody else here that I can talk shit with. Cause Caleb ain't the shit talker. Caleb is the voice of reason. <laughs> Caleb is like the person who's gonna get us back on track when I start going off track a little bit. And I Caleb is like, Caleb. You f- I know, mm-hmm. good cop, bad cop. And he want to be a cop. You ain't no rattler. Oh, see, I'm confused. See how she fuck? <laughs> Damn. But nice. Nice to have you here. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah. You want to hop into it yeah, before yeah. I go so, too crazy? You know crazy? what I'm saying? Again, just appreciate you just Because her like... pinky toe swelling. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. Look here. I threw on the heels for y'all. I'm here. Nah, I'm you, here. You now, I can't walk nowhere else. You the, time, the time limit has almost run out, but yeah. they can't tell we sitting down. That's crazy. You know, we sitting pretty, so, so <laughs> don't worry about that. That's crazy. But no, um, again, I, I just appreciate you just being available uh, for this conversation. But, you know, just to kick things off, like, tell us a little bit more about, you know, just your journey, the kind of where you are right now. For sure. 
Um, so I left St. Louis when I graduated high school, yeah. went to FAMU. It was the only school that I got into. Mm. Um, originally, I wanted to do like hospitality or something like that. Um, but getting only into one school, I took the business route. So I got a business admin degree. Mm. Um, I pretty much worked through college, um, two or three jobs at a time. Yeah. And then um, I went into property management. I got married at 22. I was divorced by 26. Um, yeah. but no, no, no. 28. We did a six year, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, Hold on. When you got divorced and when you got divorced. You said when? Like, when did y'all break up and when did the divorce go final? You know, black people stay married two, three extra years. Oh, no, we was less than a year. Was- <laughs> less than a year. Um, but <clears throat> I went into property management mm-hmm. and then I decided after I had my son that I wanted to teach sex. I was getting, I was getting thrown into um, mom groups and different things like that. Right. And so um, a Rattler had created a mom group. And one day we were having a conversation and the ladies were talking about how they had never had an orgasm. And I just was in confusion because I was like, but we're the moms in the right. group. So you, right. you, you fucking yeah, fucking. Yeah, exactly. And, and you haven't had an orgasm. And so um, that branched off into its own conversation. Right. And I was just like, you know what? I really want to make this a blog and like just talk about it, yeah, but yeah. I'm just a very thorough person. Right. So I was like, well, if I have a blog, how I'm going to direct them to toys or to this or that, or how am I going to tell other people's stories? And so yeah. um, within 28 days, I turned that conversation into a business. And then that went um, and became its own six-figure million-dollar brand by itself um, within five years. And I went on to branch pa- I'm a She just ran by so, the million. So listen, 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 listen. listen. <laughs> We're not going to gloss over that. Yeah. That's <laughs> one LLC. That's not the other you know, no, dozen that's that you other. have. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, go ahead. And I mean, I, I've worked, you know, really hard. But yeah, right. the thing is, is that sexual essentials hit a wall. Mm. The things I wanted to do were bigger. And so I needed to use other people's money. I needed to be sponsored. I needed ads. And so I got with PR and I'm talking about some of the best of the best. And it was difficult to sell me because I was talking about sex. Um, then I lost my Instagram page. It had almost 300,000 followers. I saw you just got that back. Yes, I, I, did, just, I, I did just got that back. I'm just get it back. Yeah. I did just get it back. Um, <laughs> we, we know and so mean. it was just, it was a time where like, for six months, I was like, okay, what am I? It, it, was, it was just a reality check, you know? And I'm not one of those people that just, oh, I'm an influencer and that's enough. It's not. <laughs> but, you know, marketing, if you're not pouring into a marketing budget, right. you lose something right. like that. It's, right. it's your whole livelihood. Mm. And so when I tried to get sponsors, get ads, I started um, an event called the Art Exhibit, which mm-hmm. is a live sex art show that right. I put on every year. Amazing. And I got tired of paying for it out of my own pocket. Yeah. And the PR agent was just like, honestly, sex can't be in the name. And so I was like, how long am I going to work to make money to pay for events that I got to work to pay? Like, that's not going to work. And so um, I took, you know, six months. And now I bought um, SC Content House, almost a million dollar home and converted it. And I'm converting it right now into a content house for creatives because I just felt like we were getting the short end of the stick. And it's like we're working for exposure to pay our bills, to make something so people can hire us to work for exposure. And it's just, it was no way out. The treadmill. Yeah. And it's just, it just, it wasn't working for me. And honestly, I just got pissed off and I was just, I was tired. And so I was told that people would not give money to sexual essentials. And so I created the content house as SE Content House. And people are like, well, what does that stand for? (laughs) Sexual essentials? No, something extraordinary. Because something extraordinary paid for this house. 
Facts. So, That's you know, you know what I'm saying? That's it's like you're not going to make me give up on this thing. So now right. there's a media group that produces. I produce and own my own. You know, like I use a media company. I use a media company to produce the podcast, but I own mm. the podcast. Mm. But I shoot the podcast at my own location. Yeah. You know, so yeah. um, just going. Amazing. You, know, you said a, you said a lot that I a, wanna, a lot a uh, lot that I want to <laughs> I want to tackle. I got some notes too. Some of it I want to joke about, but I'm gonna start at kind of the beginning. Let's start at the marriage piece. I have a strong. I'm very strong in most of my opinions. I'm gonna start there. Mm. Right. I have a strong opinion that. It should be illegal to get married before you're 25 because you can't even get a rental car before you're 25 because they don't trust your judgment. Now, I know marriage is big business, um, so they'll never, it's certain things that just, they, they kind of want you to get divorced, to be honest with you. It's, it's asset dividing and some of it's going to get separated. It stops wealth building and all that if you don't make it. But you got married early. Do you feel like... You was ready mentally, emotionally, and he wasn't? Or do you think it was an age thing or you just think it was the wrong person? Um, so I did marry the wrong person. But I do believe that everything happens for a reason. Mm. Um, if all of us did it the exact same, life would be boring. Mm. And what happened in the past is a part of who, made, who I am today. today yep. He was also the very first person to tell me that I'm the problem. And mm. I heard that. He was, also, uh, he was also the person who decided, like, I'm not happy. And he left. And I'm, I'm so grateful to him for that every day because I didn't have the balls to leave a marriage that technically nothing was wrong with. Mm -hmm. And the household that I grew up in, it just, it, it wasn't, the, the things that I've learned to survive are why, is why I'm a hustler now the way that I am. Mm -hmm. But it's the self-love, it's the change, it's the accountability that made me the businesswoman that you see today. Because hustling is not what makes the million dollar company. You know what I'm saying? That was an accident. Now I'm doing it on purpose and I'm ready to see what's going to happen. You know? Um, but as a man speaking up in your relationships and telling a woman that you're not happy, you know, a lot of times you guys face a lot of repercussions, you know, and backlash and things like that. And I thanked him because I, I knew I wasn't happy and I was tired of being gaslit, but there was nothing wrong. We had a child. Both of us came from two parent households, but it's like, I came from a two-parent household where my dad was molesting me and my mom was still with him. Is that the example that I'm talking about? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like that, that journey like really did something for me. Him, him leaving is really what is why you guys see me here now. Otherwise, I would still be in property management. I would still be fighting with him saying, like, I think I should quit my job. And he was more encouraging of who I am today after he left because that wasn't the life that he wanted. And I get that. But to your point, getting married at a young age, if I had not come into myself, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I understand. I wasn't the person that you married. But, you know, everything, <laughs> everything changed and I don't regret it. Um, you know, if anything, I, he's still a, a great friend. You know, my, my, my child sees two happy parents and I love that for him. You know, he deserves that. And I deserve that. I deserve not to be shrunk as I live my life and do what I'm supposed to be doing. But... I have generational patterns that I need to erase and undo for my child. And in that, mar in, a, in that marriage, if I had stayed in it and not broken up and not got divorced, I would have failed my kid. I also say, <laughs> and I think it happens for men more often, but I also say a person doesn't grow until they lose a person that they didn't have anything wrong with. And what I mean by that is it wasn't no cheating. 
other than abuse. Yeah. It was just, I'm not happy and I'm leaving. It's not enough. And yeah. I think you know? women, women normally will leave the relationship first. A lot of men don't break up with a woman. They might go cheat and then get caught or be reckless, but they don't normally say, hey, I'm not happy and it's not that you're a bad person, but I'm out. Well, also, you know, a lot of women have gotten away with these emotional temper, temper tantrums and guilting and things like that. But if you're not happy, that is an answer. That yeah. is enough. Right. You know, so even a part of my work is like undoing, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? The part that I've played in that and acknowledging that. And it's just like, it's a freedom in that mm -hmm. to say, damn, I, I shouldn't have been doing that this way. And let me learn how to communicate and let me work on this. And the level of patience and confidence. And to be honest, I think it's more attractive. I think that it's, it's, it's a piece. Men are going to pick their piece. And if I like men, then I need to be what men like, which is a little mm -hmm. bit of peace. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's not like... It's dangerous rhetoric, though. You it, gonna, it I'm is. sure you get pu pushed back a lot for that. Actually, I don't. Really? Because I'm not there to make jokes of people. I'm there to empathize and say how I've been there before. And I understand that you may not be the reason why you are what you are now, but it's still your job to do the work to change. You know what I mean? There are certain bad habits that I used to hate that make me a great businesswoman. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's not about critiquing myself. It's about learning to be kind to myself before I expect someone else to do it for me. Admitting that I've been the problem in relationships and saying that actually I'm not very good at relationships. Yes, you teach relationships, you teach sex, which is why I'm such a good teacher. Because I can say, hey, this is where I messed up at, and you don't have to make this mistake. This is how I changed it, and this is what you can do too. You know what I'm saying? Just teaching people how to communicate. I, telling my truth was the best thing that I could ever do because people actually had more empathy for the real than me trying to. For five years, I had an entire sex brand, and nobody knew that I don't deal with my parents, that I don't talk to them, that I was molested, that you know I've had a gang rape. Like there's like a lot of things that people didn't know because it wasn't anyone's business. But when you say, why should I believe you that I should try this or this works? Well, actually, let me tell you why. You know what I'm saying? So when you hit me with these excuses of what you can't do and all this other shit, just say you don't feel like it. Because I'll say, okay. You know? Mm. So Versus you acting like it's impossible. You acting like it's impossible. If you don't want to, then that's a, re that's you, a it's enough. reason. It's enough. Right. It's enough. Yeah, it is. You know? Is. No one else is choosing that path. But, you know, I... I can't do anything else. Yeah. You know, and I'm I'm almost addicted to the Yeah. To the the the, the push and pull of life and like getting better and yeah. like really in competition with you myself. Get and to it's, a, you get addicted it is. to the growth. That adrenaline when you get addicted when you to hit, the progress and, you and, know? and like making those changes and stuff like that. So I could definitely relate to it. Um but a question I did have for you, um, just speak to just a little bit of that adversity that you faced, you know, being a black woman in this space. And then also, you mentioned before, like, you know, you can't even have sex in the title of, like, what you're promoting. Like, right. those are two big things that's a part of your brand. Like, yeah. Which I think it's crazy because they always say if you follow porn, you know where any industry is going. Like, it's just, it's people lying to themselves. Like, they love sex more than they love everything else. They just don't want you to say it out loud. Pornhub is verified on Instagram. Right. But at the end of the day, I look the way that I do. I'm the size that I am. I'm the color that I am. And you're not going to shame me into a fact. Like at the end of the day, women deserve pleasure. And so do men. Men catch nuts all the time. And that's the excuse that women use to justify why they don't do certain things. But every nut that a man catches is not good. But nobody believes men when they say it. 
At the end of the day, there's a truth to all of it. But if all of us could be more accountable versus, well, I do this because you do this. I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of finding out who got to pay for what date. I'm t- like, I just, I can't do Man, it anymore. I'm over it. Yeah. And I, I, I honestly feel like. How do we find a way for <laughs> men, specifically black and brown people, how do we find a way to where like we just love each other like at its core? You know what I mean? Well, if you don't love yourself, you can't love me. Right. If you don't spoil yourself, you can't spoil me. Right. But the truth is, is that we're bouncing from relationship to relationship without any accountability, any assessing. Like, let me look at the last three people that I've dated. I got a Mr. Pib. I got a the extra. Right. right and then right, you right, got right, Dr. Right, Pepper. Right, right, right. Maybe I'm the problem. Yeah. But we've always been criticized so harshly that we don't want to be the problem because it's a PTSD, a, a trauma is. response of all, how people, you know what I'm saying? Point, you did the da 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 da. That comes from, you know, emotionally immature parents. That comes from other people who don't like themselves and you value in their opinion more than your own. It comes from not being okay with disagreeing with people that you love. Right. It comes from feeling like I have to be in a relationship, mm-hmm. you know? It's all ego. It's all ego. It's all ego. It's all you ego know? And I always, I think that's like, as far as like our, group our my friend group the people we have working here i try to find the most talented people to disagree with me because i feel like number one if you welcome disagreements then you are already challenging your ego and if you (laughs) and if you welcome smart disagreements then you're challenging your brain so you'll learn from people if you're open to it a lot of us don't learn because we just don't want you to disagree with us or we don't want you to disagree with us in front of people tell me when i'm wrong if you, I, I'll fight you for the see, even lying. listen to your verbiage. You said, tell me when I'm wrong. Disagree and being wrong are two different things. But a lot of times we're just in an argument or in a conversation to be heard or to, because we need you to agree with us. But at the end of the day, what is true for me may, may not, not be true for you. Yeah. And also I can have more than one truth. It's yeah. about the integrity behind yeah. the decisions yeah. that I make. It's more than one truth. Yes. I'm a polyamorous woman. I, I, I come up against walls every single day. There are plenty of, of men that will refuse to be in a relationship because of the way that I'm able to love because you don't believe it. That don't mean that I want to date everybody. You know what I mean? But at the same time, without all the love that I experienced growing up, I would not be the woman that I am today. And monogamy is not love. And monogamy. A lot, of, a lot of people believe that. <laughs> and I'm not saying that everybody should be polyamorous or anything like that. Me, what I'm saying neither. is that if I'm not, why are you blaming me for that? Right, like, it's just, right. it's, it's really weird. Right. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm comfortable, right. you know? And to be right. honest, I'm confident. Yeah. I, I like me. And I'm the one who got to go to sleep and wake up like this, so. Yeah. I think love, most important. I think love is integrity. Whereas, whether you're monogamous or not, whether you're poly or not, whether you're gay or not, whatever you are, I think your way of loving somebody is being your it's having integrity enough to tell them your truth and having enough to take in their truth and not try to make it bend to what you want to bend. Otherwise it's not love. It's convenience. I understand that. I I think that, uh, having different check-ins with yourself to make sure that you're not overly, you know, pouring into people or, you know, putting them above yourself. I think that goes back to even just knowing your attachment style. You know, and knowing how you connect to other people. A lot of us are not researching. Like, you'll take your car to the shop and you'll do an entire workup. But when is the last time you put, took your heart to the shop? When is the last time you put your mind to the shop? Like, when is, 
like we get into these relationships Bars. and in three months yeah. it's like we engaged like yeah. we were acting like we engaged like I see why a lot of men don't want to get married because it's like or get into a relationship it's like am I ready to be locked down the next time I'm in a relationship I don't want to be locked down I want to be committed like you you know you know you know who pussy this is. you know who pussy this is but you might be in LA gotta do this work and I might have to be here like that shit hot like it's kind of fire you know what I'm saying like I'm expensive. You gonna have to take your ass to work. Don't lay up under me. Right, like, right, right. That's real. It's you know, real. and and I'm just, I don't feel like I gotta possess anything right now because what I realize is what's been mine has been there. You know what I'm saying? But people not work. They're not <laughs> rushing to relationship. They rushing to ownership. Mm. They don't want nobody else to tell. But that's the thing, like. They drop a buzz. I got to drop some, dog. <laughs> we ain't not bad. We ain't not bad. And I have and I have these conversations so much that it's like. You know, this is what I do, but, yeah. and like, it's also a matter of, if you only care about the sexual part of my body, but you don't care if I eat out five days a week, you don't care if somebody wash my clothes, you don't care if I strategize with somebody else, if you only care from a love perspective about who I sleep with, who I sleep with then you missing out. You just want to own my dick. You don't even really care about me. I own the dick. Look here. And I'm getting old, so they, you know, stock going down on. I, I was just gonna say my <laughs> thing, man. Like, <laughs> stocks are going down. Hey, bro. Um, I, I'm starting like, to value sleep a little bit more. Like your self awareness, like awareness is impeccable. You know what I'm saying? Like your ability to self reflect. Yeah. Like, talk about that a little bit more. Like, what advice would you give? you know, men and women, to get and have, like, at least some of that self-awareness? Be kinder to yourself. Mm. Most of the times we don't like the self-awareness because it's cruel and mean right. and it's, you do this and you do that. Yeah. I used to date a guy and I felt like he was just so nonchalant, like he wasn't organized. He was just, you know, all over the place. Yeah. But he was um, in education. And kids loved him yeah. because he didn't control what they did. And he let kids be kids. And yeah. me, I'm over here with my son like, okay, don't fall into right, 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 people. Right. What, what traits that people have may be a little annoying sometimes, but yeah. it probably makes them great at what they do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So before you tell somebody you should be like this, the more they be like this, the less they're going to be made for their purpose. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. And, and it's just like, you don't have to do everything. Hire help. If you bad at that thing, hire somebody for it. It's okay. Like it is fine. Like I'm I'm fine with not being everything. I'm fine. I'm fine with it now. Mm. It's a pressure. I'm not, I don't feel like I always gotta work on something. I don't think I always gotta be number one. Right. Sometimes number two, just a better seat. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Hey man, listen. You know what I'm saying? I walk behind Caleb in a lot of rooms. He walking with this false energy real quiet. Hey, I always get triggered with when the conversation between men and women come up with nonchalance. Cause I get, I'm nonchalant, and I don't think we. You're the first person, especially in a long time, to find the good, I guess, in being nonchalant. Because I don't think nonchalant is the same as indifferent. Nonchalant don't no. mean I don't care. It means I might not have the same reaction to the same things. Yeah. So whereas like certain things you at that time probably felt like he should be more adamant about. He's like. That's not my focal point. My focal point is giving kids space, free space, or giving kids the opportunity to learn without me having to micromanage them. Yeah. And I think that's what my, my, my tool is because like, 
this whole building can catch on fire, and I'm gonna be like, all right, so where's the fire stick? Well, like, I'm not gonna panic. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not gonna panic. I like being. I think my nonchalance helped me in a storm. It helped me manage mm-hmm. situations. Mm-hmm. It helps me deal with different types of people. Mm-hmm. Whereas some people, because they so uptight about everything, or because they so reactive about everything, they overreact more than they actually handle situations. I think that's very fair. I'm one of those people that that just really pays attention to detail. Um, I have a lot of anxiety, and so learning how to control that is, and sometimes it's not saying that you're not in a bad situation, yeah. mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, controlling your emotions, not saying that you can't feel, but what are your outlets when I'm feeling overwhelmed? How do I calm myself back down? And and dating myself, I know it sounds so cliche, but literally not having anybody to go to intentionally is, is powerful. Mm. It's powerful because you you start realizing that no one else is the problem, no no matter what it is. At the end of the day, your boundaries are deciding which direction your life goes. Your boundaries are make, decide. Okay, I'm going left or I'm going down the right path. If you say yes to everything, this is the path you go down. But when your boundaries are better, you understand that Off you are picking and choosing every single thing that you decide to interact with in your life. So it's no one else's fault. If someone fucks you over. Damn, that sucks that they're that way. I'm going to have to cut them off. Boom. That people are sometimes that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? But sometimes we don't vet people well enough. We say, I can't believe they did this. Well, what did you really know about this person? Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I think that what we think we know, we don't know. I know I feel safe around you. I know I feel comfortable. But I really don't know you. Exactly. I know what I know. I like what I know so far. Or You know what I mean? Or I know I haven't been alarmed by you yet. And I think sometimes we... We think that's trust. No, you just haven't you haven't done anything to set off one of my radars yet, so I trust you. Yeah, but I still only know you two months. Maybe we ain't been in a situation for you to alarm me yet. Right. That, that's true. I, I tell, I'm very rarely surprised by people because I don't make determinations about people quick. So by the time you, that might be six months, that might be two years, depending on the person in the relationship. I'm not going to be surprised because once I made a mental determination of who you are, I've given myself more than enough time to see you in a, more than a different, more than enough spaces. So if you do some fuck shit, I probably knew like in this arena, you probably w- wouldn't do the same thing that I did. That don't make you a bad person. That just means that I've vetted you in situations. I feel like two things play a part, kind of like back to your question. Yeah. One, the integrity that we mentioned before, but also compatibility. compatibility not just in relationships but in friendships but in work relationships and things like that Mm. and being able to have the tough conversations so if I can hold myself accountable in kindness I can hold my business partners or the people that we do business with or say you know hey I know that you probably work with this way but it I I I get less anxiety if we do it this way is this going to be a problem for you learning how to just use the proper absolutely um, and but guess what? Giles is one of the same people that I call when I have an idea because don't none, don't nobody else speak the language that I need to. Mm-hmm. So my job is not to crush his spirit; it's to say, you know what? Hey, I'm having some anxiety because of this or that. Can we make this change? And when people are meant to be in your life, they'll say, no problem. I, I totally understand Let's that. I'll it. make that change for you. And there has not been one time that I've asked Giles for something and he doesn't make that change for me. You know what I mean? Because mm. I have anxiety. Fuck that, nigga. No, I'm just trying. First of all, you know what? Friend. You talking about my dog one more time that's on this camera. We're going to be real St. Louis up in here. That's my dog. Like, I'm just like, why? That's my dog. But, so, let's pivot a little bit. Um, because you, you clearly a very detailed and layered person. 
And all of this good talk is good, but we got to get into some fuck shit. I wouldn't be me if we didn't <laughs> oh get into fuck, some fuck, fuck shit. Fuck shit is that? Is that a double entendre? Hey, triple entendre. Don't ask me how. Look here. But, well, if we talking about details, that's great. I like sex in detail. How how much do you think your wealth of knowledge on sex intimidates you, men that you try to date or want to date you? The men that I'm compatible with is not intimidating at all. The men that I'm compatible with, they... They fan my fire. They're grounded. Those are they. They think I'm adorable. Are you? Uh, That's why I know that you. <laughs> you don't think I'm adorable. <laughs> I'm not talking to you. <laughs> right, right. But the right, men right. who see me, they think I'm adorable. They think I'm witty. They like. Yeah. I, they they okay with letting me shine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's the energy that I'm looking for. The the people that have something to say about it, I wasn't talking to you. Right. You know, so, right. but I don't think that's intimidating, but also the conversations, what I know how to do is not a thing. I know how to facilitate having good sex, which means I know how to have the conversations. I know how to adjust skills. I know how to, listen. you know what I'm saying? I've had a man say that he don't like the way that I suck dick. I think it's just listening. Like, but that's the thing. I'm a person that also asks before I suck dick, how do you like your dick suck? It's hella disrespectful to suck somebody's shit with the, with the playbook from you before. Just stay, you just yeah. copy and paste your you dick You know what I'm suck. saying? That's the wild crazy. ass shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to walk into no situation right, right. unprepared. So a man will be like, you know, actually, I don't like it that way. Okay, I'm going to stop. And I'm going to, okay, can you show me which way? I'm not going to get. Dr. I'm like, ah, you down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's I'm not, I'm not, it's your body in the same energy I want about mine. I'm gonna yeah. give you that about yours. But a lot of men don't even know how they like they do sex. They just know what they like and they don't like. When you do it, they they know that. That that that, that leads into my um my, really my main question for this conversation. Oh, now, you that, converse, now you got a question. I, I do, do got a question. Okay. So, so it's like <laughs> so the communication aspect in relationships for like a lot of us, like. We don't really talk about sex as much as we should between our partners. Absolutely. Like, you know, how do we change that uh, for one? And then two, like, what are some of those, like, the biggest misconceptions when it comes to, like, sex for men and women, in your opinion, from what you've experienced? I don't think that men have as much good sex as they think they have. That's from the them or from the partner? Or in general? In general. I think that they don't know how to speak up. I think that they're supposed to, the world makes it seem like they're supposed to be grateful when they get pussy. Um, and I'm not saying like men should be walking around like I'm the prize. I'm the prize. Like <laughs> I'm not saying that. I think everybody is their own. You know, yeah, yeah, pussy's yeah. a commodity, but they um, sell better. There is nothing sexier to me than a picky man. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that when men sleep around like frivolously, it means that you've never had good sex because once you have good sex, you're very aware that you don't want to have sex unless it's going to be good. So. You know, I think that that's a huge misconception about, like, as soon as a man talking about how much sex he's having, I'm like, oh, you ain't even the one, bro. Like, I'm so not good after that because there is no way that you could Because you're chasing be, it. But there's no way that it could all be that good. Right. Which means that if you think, if you're okay with having bad sex, you're not even, you settle. I don't want that trait in my right. life. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Something as big as you getting another, you know how complicated these days be? Sometimes the only solution is going home and catching a nut. You know what I'm saying? You not even doing that Oh, that's yeah, like, that's real. I think, <laughs> like, I think a lot of women don't know men fake nuts too. Yes, they do. They do like a little leg kick or something. Yeah, just a little, had, we had a little post about it. Little steak we had a little post. shiver. This, this dude said he had spit on this girl's ass and everything. I was like, 
You Whoa. were committed, my G. My nigga, like, my nigga really cared about her feelings. But I always thought that it was just kind of weird when people lie. Like, you know what I mean? Who you scared of? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like let's you, just you be honest. Let's right. just be honest. Like, when people, like, that, that's weird for me. I think that women don't know themselves. I think that women are really loud about, you know, he got a small this or da 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 da. It's so much about sex that size honestly does not matter. It is about how you use it. Like, but you don't even know how to make your own pussy work. You're talking about, I don't know if I've ever had an orgasm, and yet you're shaming this man about something. So if you don't know, how is he supposed to know? Why are you discouraging him while he's butt ass naked? Like, wild but yet we have a role and then somebody be like oh can you you know baby you want to go to the gym work out now it's world war world war four up in here like yeah. what like yeah. what, what is going on right so it's just again the accountability every yeah. time giving space to be people learning to respond slow you know take a moment to think and get your words together i'm not great with words i have to take a moment and say you know what let me think about this you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and just being honest, being in a place where it's just like I can communicate and tell you what I need and how I need it. But, you know, also people talk shit. You going to a dick sucking class? Well, I'm sorry. Did your mom sit down and teach you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You know <laughs> like, and, I can't and believe y'all. It's not doing. part of sex head. And that hit the nail on the head. I feel like, I mean, this most cultures, but like specifically ours, we never talk about sex ever. Not with our parents, not with our like family, none of that. So it's yeah. like, we don't really get like real experience unless we just like experiment on our own. Right. Like what's, I guess like resources or like different outlets to kind of like learn like sex in a real way. Um, to be perfectly honest, I'm gonna take this moment to plug. Go ahead, me. yeah. That, that, that's uh, why I have a question. <laughs> it's, it's a layer, you know what I'm saying? Alley you, yeah. thank you, appreciate you know, that. You know appreciate it, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You gonna leave me? Yeah, right. I got you. Uh, right. <laughs> He's about to leave you. Uh, <laughs> He's about to leave me. <laughs> so, um, one of the biggest ways that I grew my business was through master classes and my learning subscription. So I have over 250 classes on there. We have classes on communication and interviews and things like that, but also different things that you've never heard of. So like lingam massages, which is like a tantric dick massage, you know? So if the dick gets soft in the middle, or what about giving him 18 to 20 minutes of foreplay? Like, let his dick be hard for 18 minutes. If you, like, oh, you don't stay hard, maybe the blood was not flowing long enough. We teach about arousal. We teach you how to have for, um, proper foreplay and vaginal orgasms and things like that. I even have videos on there where I've demoed on an actual volunteer. Like, people have donated their pussy to science, to me, to teach people. Because I literally hey, will we have... appreciate you brave women. <laughs> <out there. laughs> um, and not, not porn, but, like, me... Fully clothed. Um, like I said, my dog been with me for a long time. You know, he been recording a lot of stuff. Okay, nigga um, <laughs> <laughs> He's seen a lot of things, and um, people were like, you know, that's not how it works. I'm like, no, you guys skipped ahead. You skipped every video in here that had the talking and was straight to the demos, and you wondering why you can't do what I'm telling you to do. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? That's right. not how right. it works. I don't teach sex. I teach a mindset. It's mental. You know what I'm saying? I'm just a very thorough person. Um, but different things like that on there. Um, and it's just hundreds of classes. And they're in small bits and pieces. Yeah. And they're measurable. So it's like, try this first. And it's also a lot of different options. Mm. So I have a class on there that's like, difficulties you run into while masturbating. That video went up because people was like, yeah, I'm hitting the wall. Like, I could tell you how to masturbate. But sometimes you may come up against this and everybody's pussy is different. You mm. know what I'm saying? So... It was so educational, and then I was like pussy, and then it just it all, it all went left. Um, but things like that. So that's yeah. what made 
you know, so the, where, the where, where can we find the classes again, just for the record? Um, you can find them on Patreon um, because I am a adult content creator. You can Got find it. the link in my bio or from my website. So thesexualessentials.com. Um, but yeah, cool. so and the podcast as well. We talk yeah. about a lot of stuff there. Amazing. Yeah. Now, let's switch it again. This is me. I'm just throwing alley-oops. Okay. Let's take it away from sex a little bit. Or let's take it away from business a little bit. Okay. When you're not working, when you're not doing content, when you're not teaching classes, what, what do you do for fun? Like, what else do you care about at, with uh, the same passion? Because I think people think hobbies are things that you don't have to care about at the same rate. Yeah. I feel the same way about my hobbies as I feel about Absolutely. my priorities. Absolutely. Um, outside of my son, which is just a given, um, I love to camp. I love to fish. I love to be outside. I have to you be really outside. From St. Louis. Put my feet. Yeah, I'm country as fuck. You really from St. Louis? Um, I love to eat. Feed me. Okay. Um, I love to read, listen to music, um, go to the spa. Man, okay. Shout out country. What's the last man. book you? What's the last book you read? A uh, nonverbal, nonverbal. Uh, no, nonviolent communication. Non-violent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more, look at here. I'll be, be working. Um, I also read Tribe I mean, of Millionaires. she violent. Y'all, yeah. you got to catch the cue. Yes, I, I absolutely used to be a violent communicator. I used to try to fuck you up. Like, I wanted you to go to sleep having nightmares because it's like people would hurt me. And I'd be like, well, this is the only way I I'm can hurt them back. But also, yeah. it's the way that my parents used to talk to me when I did something wrong yeah. and I just learned it. You know, my what favorite book on communication is uh, Talking to Strangers. Really? By okay. Malcolm Gladwell. Okay. So the book, it uses like historical stories <laughs> like Sandra Bland and, mm. you know, um, one of the famous spies. It just basically talks about how communication is about your feelings first, but it's also about your culture. So, and people think culture is race or where you grew up. Culture is literally what you grew up around, no matter who you are. Yeah. So it just talks about how I can crack a joke with Giles because... I spent a lot of time in Florida. I spent a lot of time in places that he spent time in. So we have connectivity. And then I can also not talk to Giles the way I could probably talk to like Fisher, who's from my same hometown. So I like communication books more than probably anything, but nonviolent communication. I'm going to have to go, go find out. <laughs> yeah, I got to check that um, out too. Yeah, tri- uh, Tribe of Millionaires was definitely a life changer. Um, and... To your point about communication, if anything, the books that I've been working on are trying to take my feelings out of the communication. Because really, when you're trying to, you can't make anyone else feel how you feel or understand how you feel. That's what your person is for. That's what pillow talk is for. That's what your friends are for to vent. But if you learn to communicate by expressing the problem and what you need, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's easier. Um, men and women do speak different languages and what gives us peace are different things. After an argument or disagreement or whatever is over, me saying like, hey, I, I need to vent. Like, you got space for that? Because you may not want to hear what I think about the situation that's happened because yeah. you were a part of it. Right, so asking right. for that. But otherwise, people don't need to hear how you feel about them all the time. Yeah. Not in the negative. And you know I also saying? feel like, because I'm a, I'm a very, I'm not going to say I'm a, um, I'm not emotionless. I'm not emotionally led, right? I'm logic first, or at least try to be. So a lot of times, I'm real solution-oriented. So everything you bring to me, my brain immediately tries to solve the problem. So I had to learn how to say, do you want me to listen, or do you want my advice? And that takes the conversation to such a different place. You know, I saw this on um, Instagram. I think his name was... 
Joshua Woodward, maybe trying to give him some credit there. Mm. Um, but he said that, you know, masculine traits are, you know, the logic, the solution and things like that. And the feminine traits are the empathy and the connecting 100%. and feeling. And we need both and we have to know when to use both. But a lot of times men have put aside a lot of their feminine characteristics because it's been um, told that, oh, you're emotional or things like that. And then women are told we're too emotional. And sometimes we use emotion in moments where you need to use logic to protect yourself. And so we're very easy targets to be taken advantage of mm -hmm. emotionally and things like that. Because as long as I can get you your feelings, I can steer you, you know what I'm saying, like by the horns. And that's dangerous. Yeah. You I, can know? Control, I can control your emotions. I can control you. Yeah. Exactly. And well, I say this, like, men and women, they need both. Like, you do. masculine and feminine energy. Yeah. Like, on both ends. So go ahead. And I think, like... If you just even, I just said it, but even if you listen to the two, because we've been conditioned so often, so often you'll feel, you'll hear a woman say, I just feel like, mm. oh, oh then, my God. <laughs> but that lets that's you, the one right there. That lets you know what she is with that conversation. You already know. And then that's when y'all start rolling your eyes. Then we get even more mad. And it just, it never ends versus just saying, like, hey, I need a little bit. Like, can we talk about this later? I, that, you know, and, and trying to find a way, but also relationship contracts, which is talking about, hey, this is how I like to talk about things when there's a problem. This is how I like to be celebrated when I did something good. I actually prefer voice notes instead of text. I actually don't like to talk on Mondays because it's so busy and I'm not, you know, like, let's let's yeah. put it out there and say what it is because you thinking that we just going to compromise or mesh on everything. I'm not meshing my life with yours. Right, right, right. Like, we're, if, they're, if we're compatible, it will work and the compromise shouldn't be every single thing. I'm not compromising right. everything about my life. I right. everything in my much, life. I'm not me. Yeah. Like, it's, and people are like, well, you can't compromise. Why should I have to compromise on something that I don't want to do? <laughs> what are your, what are your <laughs> non-negotiables? And then, like, like you were saying, my thing is, especially if you, when you live with somebody, or even if you don't live with them, an hour, I need an hour window between work and whatever your problem is. Unless we got to go handle the problem right mm -hmm. now, like it's an emergency. Give me a second. Give me an hour. Because... By nature, our job is to put out fires all day. So even if whatever, say you bringing me a problem about me. I got home, you're like, hey, babe, I want to talk to you because you made me feel like this. You could be 100% right. But the moment. But if you didn't give me the hour, it's not going. You already I'm lost. not going to hear it the same. Yeah. And then I'm not going to give you. I ain't going to say I'm not going to give you empathy. I'm just not going to display it. So now you feel like I you don't care. You have a wall up. You yeah, it's just now. like, you already, or if you're trying to talk to me about anything you care about while the game is on, you better catch me at halftime, catch me before the game, catch me <laughs> after the game. It's very, very minor non-negotiables in my opinion. But I think we just get into this whole thing of, if you're supposed to be in this relationship with me, you're supposed to bend when yeah. I need you to bend. Mm -hmm. And that's not fair to anybody on right. either side. I right. agree. Right. So right. it's communication at the end of the day. Non-negotiables. You got to get me. You got to get me. You have to get me. I, I cannot spend most of the time explaining or proving to you why I am the way that I am. You know what I mean? You'll either respect it or you'll get it. Either way. Right? Um, you got to spoil yourself. I be spoiling the fuck out of myself. And you going to see a problem with it if you don't spoil yourself. You know what I mean? And, That's real. And I, I've just heard conversations from men, and I'm not talking about like being 
financially irresponsible. That's not what I'm talking nah, about. No, I know what you mean. I'm talking about saying like, hey, I haven't done anything for myself or hey, let me make sure I do this for myself. Before I... Because yeah. the more that you pour into yourself, those type of men, they don't miss. They don't miss the details because they're putting up, I'm only doing for you what I would want someone to do for me. Right. And so when it, I need to be loved in detail. You know what I mean? And I, I want somebody that doesn't mind speaking to me and talking to me because I love to talk. I've been shut up in silence for so long, I have to get it out, you know? Um, you could be a hard worker, but you got to be a go-getter and we got to be able to have fun. I need to know that I don't have to plan everything. I need you to, if you can't do something, you can find another solution to do it. If you're not good at planning, hire someone to plan it for you. You can't, you can't be giving me walls of, of, of excuses. It's, it's not going to work for me. Um, so I don't know. But what I've learned is I don't need as much as I thought I did. You know, I think I've tried to mold men, women in the past. And I think all I need is to feel safe enough to be myself. I don't need anybody to be something that's, for me. It's possible, say. <clears throat> Who is that, Wayne? I think it's the All Star game. It was going. Nigga, handle mm-hmm. ain't never been that good. <laughs> like, how, how much time we in, bro? Um, we're rounding out about forty. Probably about forty-three minutes. Yeah, about about forty-five. Okay. Forty-four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is good, guys. It is. <laughs> 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 you expect, man. <laughs> Who was that, Wayne? No. Natural. Yeah, I was about to say, it's very natural. Bye. Mm-hmm. Who? Nice. You are very. <laughs> you are a very great. He, he ain't no real shooter. Thank you. I can tell because you don't act like. She's that very few. I don't think it's at all this whole entire conversation that we've been like, what was the question? Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, you'll ask the question and then you like to give your example first. And like mm-hmm. y'all talk to it and you'll have a whole conversation with him about his response. And she'll and come back to the question. Did she have a call back to the question? Call back to the question and answer the question without having to remember talking about the The truth is, is that I used to be like him and I used to didn't like it about myself. But the truth was is that I wanted to be understood and I wanted somebody to understand where I was coming from. And like I said, if you've been silenced before, sometimes the most important thing is just for anybody to hear you. But now that I'm not really looking for anybody to hear me, it's more quiet on the inside. And, you know, that's I can relate to that. Wanting to say, like, I've been there, too, or I want to have this conversation because I really want to answer this question, too. That's why I do everything that I do, because I really want to do it. So I didn't host an R&B night to throw an event. I host an R&B night because I wanted to go to R&B night. night. And so things like that used to, I used to bump heads with people like you. But I really realized I was bumping heads because I was really picking at myself versus letting people be who they are. And so that's why I say that kindness, you know. Yeah, we know a lot of people doing that right now. Man. (laughs) (laughs) Listen. Um, Man, um, I guess we got time for like a couple more topics. Um, But y'all asked what else I do for fun. Yeah. I be skating, okay? Now, okay? I be on my ass most of the time, but I be skating my ass off on the floor, okay? Do you have a great time? I be having a great time. That's all that matters. That's I be having a great time, That's all okay? That yeah. Rollerblades or inline? Ro- rollerblades. I mean, That's uh, the, roll- eight? the What's the eight? The quads, all right? The quads. Yeah, the quads. Yeah. I'm a rollerblade. You know, roller I'm, I'm roller talking blade. about <laughs> got some Rydells and everything to be right on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> ass to grass. But I be having a ball. Like, it's very important to do things that don't make you money, but still a part of who you are. That was a part of the, co- the content house. Yeah. As a creative, 
we're like, oh, I got to create, got to create just to make creating your job. Yeah. And that was never to go. Like, it takes some of the life out of it. It does. And so I had to stop being so damn mean to myself and let myself create. But that's the importance of like creating a life that I don't need a break from. You know? It ain't. And we had this conversation a lot too because people are like, oh, you work a lot. I'm like, it don't feel like work. You'll never tell me that I love you too much. Mm. So if I love what I do and I do it a lot, how is it too much? When I'm working too much, meaning I'm physically tired, then I know how to go take a break. But because that break didn't involve me going from work to give somebody else my time, you feel like, oh, you, you don't vacation enough. What you're really saying is, I don't spend enough time with you. And that's fine, too. But just say that. But just say that. Don't try to make it like, oh, you just work too much. And I, that's been a common thing in, in my life, even with like family and friends and everybody. What I've learned is that even going back to asking, like, what are your like, non-negotiables? Somebody who remembers me. Do as much of what you want all the time. By all means, it's your life. You got to be okay with it. But do you remember me when you're having fun? And after you're done having fun, do you want to come tell me about it? I just want to feel included in your life. Do you have space for me? And if you don't, then it's okay. That's just not, you know? But if you're not going to remember me or if I have to do the remembering for this to work, then it's not going to be good for, for me. It's not going to be good for you. Um, it's just a lack of all because I want you, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's just a lack of compatibility. Because I always say too, it's way easier to do some of these um, like inherent things, like remembering somebody or remember to include them when they're not always telling you how often you don't do it. So it's a balance to it too. And it's like, I know if, if I go have the best meeting or the best thing of my life, I'm probably going to call Caleb, right? Because we work so closely together. Yeah. But you also going to call the, the business partner, the other business partner or the other person that's like your accountability partner. Yeah. Mm. And I think people just need to make communication a make communication consistent, not a, a, like a rule. Like, I think that compersion is, a, is something that I've been focused more on, mm. which is me feeling happy for someone else. Like you, you, if, if you have a great day, you go tell Caleb, I'm not going to be jealous. Like maybe mm. in a split moment, but then I'm going to ask myself if he had a good day, if he had this, then I should be happy for him. Because at the end of the day, you still coming home lighter. Or whatever, like I'm happy for you. But the thing is, we put ourselves in the center of other people's worlds and don't realize that that's the thing. So when I'm saying I'm the problem, I'm not just saying it. It's, it's being over you. The, those who get it, they get it. When you know, you know, I have been the problem because I'm putting myself at the center of whatever has happened. Right. When somebody bails on you, you, well, you did this to me. No, if, if they bail and you, it doesn't work for you, you speak up. That's a boundary. You know what I'm saying? You put a boundary there, but it has nothing to do with you. If you're around someone that's intentionally trying to hurt you, they probably wouldn't be there. You know what I mean? But how are you speaking up? And again, the relationship contracts telling me like, hey, I prefer to talk to this person. For, like, I don't, you know, like giving me a heads up the, the play about you. But most of us don't know the play about ourselves. You don't know how to give me the cheat code. Like the relationship should be, hey, here's my here's my manual. Read, read the instructions. And if you want to play, let me know. But a lot of us don't know that. It's I a guessing game. Music. I'm not doing that shit. I like to do that through music, too. Like jam sessions. I think when you, I, what you listen to, what you, what you listen to, what you watch. Like we, you know, we crack the jokes about the movie references and stuff like that. Yeah. I like watching things to have those initial contracts to be kind of laid out in a, 
in an organic way. If we watch Love and Basketball, or if you watch uh, Brown Sugar, or you watch The Godfather, it's so many different conversations that can be had. Yeah. And depending on which artist you listen to, it's like, hey, this is what I like, and this is what I don't like, and this is why, where it's not always reactive to, you did something I don't like, so now I'm gonna tell you. Yeah. Or, and I just think that's, that's a very organic way to do it, too. I feel like the... I feel I feel like, and you know, this is some bullshit. <laughs> I feel like, just, no, I, I, I do feel that I like a lot of deep conversations. Yeah. And I also feel that sometimes I used to take it personal when what someone was for me, I wasn't that for them. And I had to check myself mm. on that. If you're something for me, then that should be it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I might be something different for you. Instead yeah. of comparing it, just learning to ask the right questions and also giving men the time. I don't I admire men. I think that y'all are fucking amazing. Like I I love me a black man. You notice the clip. We admire you too. Like, notice the clip absolutely, we use. Run it up. <laughs> we, we admire you no. Too. Like I, I do like, because honestly. everybody says that y'all not emotional or y'all not certain things and, and y'all are. Y'all are these things. They're very deliberate. Like even your comment about I haven't really chimed in, every time you say something, it's something worth saying. You don't talk to hear yourself talk. You know what I'm saying? Like I love the fact that men will sit back and just watch something. I love being admired. You know what I'm saying? So I don't always need them to talk. I just need to know that when I talk, I'm not annoying you. And if I am, that's fine. Because <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I do that. But I, I love the, characteris- the characteristics that men have. And I think that if men would study women more mm. instead of like going against, and if women would study men more, you Man. were born as a woman. The thing you need to be studying is men. Not because you just want a man, but because you are going to be more feminine and you need to work on your masculine traits. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just, I want peace. I just, I feel like I'm tired of pulling on doors that say push. And I'm tired of pushing on doors that say pull. And I just feel like if there's resistance, then give it time. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just, I'm in a place where I just, everything feels good. Like it's definitely a tantric energy thing. Like it's it's running through me and I feel it exuding from me. I feel it. And I With the current and not against it. Hmm? With the current and not against it. My God. Like once you learn that, yeah. that's when you be like, damn, she taking off. I just saw her on. Because yeah. I'm, I'm just keep swimming. Yeah. Just hey. keep swimming. And I'm, I think I'm that's going be- with it. I think you're a beautiful woman, but I think your Thank you. direction is beautiful. <laughs> like, I think the, the path that somebody is choosing to embark on where you say, I'm trying to understand the other side. I'm trying to learn this about me. I'm trying to learn this about business. Your direction is beautiful. And I, I had think, to learn to stop trying. And either I do or I don't. Bars, and that's it. Bars, and and that, that compassion came from real. me realizing that I don't hate my dad and I don't hate my mom. But I can't hold them to a level of accountability that I won't hold myself, hold myself to. to. I could not be mad at him for not stopping drinking when I couldn't stop drinking. When I was sitting there as an alcoholic. You know what I'm saying? And And... That's the thing. It's so easy to point the blame at the people who hurt you. But if they hurt you, then what did you take on from that? I just, it's not worth it. And, and they fucked me up. I'm not fucking up my kid. So I'm this because I can't tell them that they fucked me up and I'm not going to do the work to do everything I can to make sure my child's life is not like that. Don't you know what I'm this. saying? It's, yeah. it's the integrity behind that shit. And it's just <clears throat> the, the, the short road is the long road. Yeah. I'm done. Like, 
And it, I'm not saying it's easy. It's real easy to come out here and talk this shit. But I was just crying this morning. And Jaws was having to pat me on the back awkwardly. He's like, y'all right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was, he, was a, he was a good back rubber. You know what I'm saying? But having a friend that just show up. Like, I break down almost every day. But it's a moment. I get up quick as fuck, though. I get up and sometimes I'm just letting the energy out. Just because I'm crying don't mean I need to have a whole fucking pity party. It means, damn, I needed to cry. I need to get this moment out. You know? But I'm getting to know myself and it's like, you know what? What's going to make me feel better? What songs I need to hear? What, what food I need to eat today? What book I need to see? What Do I got to play brown sugar again? Like, Facts. I know the things to... Repeat. <laughs> okay? Like, you know what so saying? when did you fall in love with hip-hop? Look here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's a thing. Like, I'm vibing yeah. with me. I'm vibing with me, and I think that that shit kind of cool. And I talk shit, but I do want to give Giles some credit because I yeah. feel like Giles is very great at that for everybody. Comforting, very, very like good. even we. This nice size building. Everybody gravitate to Giles' office. Giles is one of the craziest people that I've ever worked with. One of the people that can actually get under my skin with what he does. And yet he's one of the, the, the best works of art that I've ever seen. I can't discourage his crazy mind because his crazy mind is what's making magic. Mm -hmm. You know that what I'm saying? That velvet do be driving me nuts. Hey, no way. All the men I know with a do rag in no way. We're just not about to clap a dog on camera. Look here, I just I, I had to realize that, you know what, how we decide to talk yeah. to people and that that that's their magic is different than ours, it matters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I just, I'm grateful for all the people that I'm running into right now. I'm, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the impression that I'm leaving and I'm letting <laughs> them know that it's okay if you're not good at everything. Mm. I promise you there is so much more freedom when you say, you know what, I need to work on that. I used to speak terrible about myself, not even on purpose. Just trying to get to the joke before somebody else cracked well, on me. The self or, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, it's just... Just trying to beat it to the punch. Yeah. Earlier, earlier, I was asked, would you go back to your college size? And I was like, no. For the first time in my life, I can't remember the last time I like looked in the mirror and was like, oh, I need to change. I just, we're all different. Like, we I are. love me. We are. You know what I'm saying? This, this me has, is building opportunities in a content house for other creatives yeah. at an affordable price. That's me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's all the things. And I'm, I'm tired of nitpicking at myself. Yeah. It's, life is too fucking short. It is. You know? And I think people think being picky about everything about them is them is their version of improvement. But sometimes you just good with where you at. Yeah. Everything don't have to be changed. Oh, hold on. But we had a quick. What you? Oh my hair. Oh, it was brushing against it. Long hair don't care. Yeah, it was just touching the mic <laughs> and it credits. It's, some, it's just some giving feedback. us the feedback. Yeah. Let's close, close it up. Um, no, I, I really had one more question, man. Um, so. Just one last thing. Again, sure. I, I just want to thank you so much um, just for coming on board, uh, just on short notice to, to sit down with us and talk. Um, I've learned so much in this hour <laughs> <laughs> that like, I'm, I'm excited to take back and self-reflect on those things. Um, but one thing that you've said recently that I just want to talk about, just in a little bit more detail, and you know, we do got to go to the Patreon you know, for more information you know you're not gonna get everything here. 25 dollar tier right. you know you gotta you, you, you gotta pay some money though you know what i'm saying but Tell for me. my fellas out there right okay um i saw that you said recently or it's probably been a few years that you've been saying this but it takes 
a woman 45 minutes to get ready for sex? 18 to 40 minutes. 18 to 40 minutes? Mm-hmm. Elaborate on that some more so just so men can really understand. Pick up what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Pick it up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So if it was snowing outside, <laughs> yeah. would you turn on your car and just go? Nope. Would you warm it up? Warm it up. Because you if you it don't, up. it's right. going to fuck up. The air is right. going to blow out cold. Right. So it might work and right. it might go, but that right. doesn't mean it's going as efficient yeah. as it needs to. Yeah. But not just for women, but for yourselves. Right. See, y'all did get hard when the wind blow. That right. don't mean that it's ready. Right. So y'all not doing it with yourselves, so you can't do it with us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So instead of worrying about, not saying not to focus on the woman's body, but right. sometimes you can't understand that thing right away. Mm. But I'm saying treat yourself that way first and you'd be surprised where your patient c- comes in. But sometimes your dick is hard and you are trying to have the sex. I'm saying that your nut would be better if you allowed your dick to be hard for 18 minutes. But a lot of times you put in certain stuff it's in your body quick, that your yeah. dick won't be yeah, hard for 18 minutes or you don't really want the thing. What you really want is a release. And that's OK, right. too, sometimes. Right. But when you allow yourself to sit in stimulation, that's a different type of discipline. Right. You know, and so a lot of people are like, oh, I'm disciplined this and hard work it is. And then some of those same men, they nut so quick. For myself, I want to hold it in and I want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah, those things. And yeah. it feels differently. Yeah. Just because you nut, I'm not saying that you're doing it bad. I'm saying you could do it better. Yeah. You know, and yeah. stop taking everything personal. Right. Remember, y'all, y'all, y'all cocky, y'all confident, y'all that nigga, right? So why you got to be offended? You got it. You know take, what I'm saying? Take feedback. You know what I'm saying? Take feedback so y'all both can have a better experience. And ask for the feedback. Yeah. If you're uncomfortable with someone criticizing you, then say, is there something that I could do to make this better for you? Yeah. Or what do you want to learn this week? Or, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Something yeah. like that. But arousal is nothing more than blood flow going to the genitals. Right. right? So you have to give it time to all go there. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So if you're leveled out and you, see, you ever had a, a head rush, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You yeah, got yeah, yeah. to give it a second. Yeah. It's the same thing. You want the blood to go continuously because even that orgasm will last longer. Right. Like I can have a five minute orgasm. Like, men can do that. Men can have multiple orgasms. But the thing is, is that when you get into the conversation of sex, most likely everything won't be perfect. What I can tell you is that a woman is lying if she's never critiqued you. You can choose to, to do something about that or you can ignore it. Right. If no one has ever told you, you know, hey, actually, I'd like you to do this, then they're lying to you. So they're most right. likely faking orgasms with you. Someone can be great at sex and I still may need you to move to the left. Yeah. Nigga, this shit got directions. Left, left, okay, speed up. Mm, <laughs> right. mm. This pussy has directions right. and instructions. Right. But a lot of people haven't been given instructions. No map quest. You know what I'm saying? Just map quest on this pussy. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, all of that's old. important. And then it's another right. thing. Too, <laughs> <laughs> the Harry Pussy playlist still work. Right. <laughs> 70s music busted down. <laughs> How much does like diet play a role in all of that as well? I just want to talk about that and I'll be done. That's real. First of all, your body, that's a whole (laughs) thing. It's a whole class. First of all, the way that your blood blood flows depends on what you put in your body. Exactly. So sometimes your blood flows so slow. So if you have a heavy meat diet, you're not getting the blood flow that you should be having. I'm not necessarily (laughs) going to say that. What I will say is that you should go to a dietician and get your... Blood Make panels up. ran to right. see what your body takes Should well to. Yeah. Some people, like, I think it was Chrisette Michelle that went vegan, and her doctor was like, you fuck around and die. You need to, you need, the way that your body is, yeah. the way that your blood is, and where you come from. Yeah. So don't just take cookie cutter things. What makes you feel good? Right. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But you know if you eat something and it's like, like, I can't eat Chipotle. I got to make it at home now from scratch. Because when I eat it, I felt sluggish. Oh, so sluggish. Yeah. And it's like, why? But listen to yourself. Mm-hmm. When you stop get when you start living a life where you get used to feeling good, 
feeling bad is like the worst, worst thing, thing, no matter what it is. <laughs> but a lot of yeah. us sit just fine in the fire and yeah. feeling bad. And most of that comes from ourselves. Right. So it's just like when you haven't drank or you haven't eaten something crazy in a long time and then you do and you feel crazy yeah. and mm -hmm. it makes such a big difference. Right. It's just the discipline. Be, I, I don't want my body to hurt. Right. And it works you know both ways. Like, right. I think uh, it's a lot of stuff you can do because you have such bad habits that when you do something good, like I used to have this problem where if I slept more than five hours, I would get headaches. And people thought I was crazy wow. because I had lived so long not sleeping. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, you or it's like people who always on the run, then they actually sleep long and they wake up and they still be tired. Yeah. Your body is responding your body is at first you because something. it's like, yeah. even, out, even though your body needs that sleep, it's like, you don't normally do this. So is something else wrong? Like, are you sick because you take because you're getting some sleep? So you really have to listen and train your body a certain way. And also, it's really the only one. And the thing is, a lot of us, we wait for life to pull that card before we change. Right. And what I'm telling you is when that card is really pulled, you're going to be like, that was stupid. And how many stories you got to hear? How many times we got to tell you that we slept in our car to make this dream happen? How many fucking times? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just say you don't want to do it. But at the end of the day, you know how like they be like, oh, it was always a sign before. Your body was giving you a sign before. Yeah. So like, even just start with drinking a gallon of water a day. Even just taking your goals and saying, you know what, I want to do one thing better a day. Slowly. Give yourself measurable goals. Why the fuck you always trying to be Captain Save a hoe with your damn goals? Right. You yeah. not go like that's weird. Maybe or or figure out your system. Some people do radical changes in 30 days. People are like, oh, here they go with them New Year's resolutions. I changed my life and lost 40 pounds on the New Year's resolution. Do what the fuck works for you. But yeah. you gotta act like one thing at a time. One thing at a time. You know what I'm saying? So do something for 28 days, then move on to something else. Get some accountability partners. But start with drinking a gallon of water, then you'd be surprised how much you, you can nut twice. Don't worry about that. I, I think a lot of people... Pull that people, right up out of you. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about that. <laughs> I think a lot of people set these big, elaborate things, so when they don't hit it, nobody is, like, critiquing them for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I say I'm going to go become Beyonce, and I don't become Beyonce, nobody going to be like, damn, nigga, why you ain't become Beyonce? Like, they don't have the expectation of you to hit that anyway. Yeah. But if you say, hey, I'm going to go to the gym with you every day. That's too big of a goal. What, the gym every day or I made three a goal days a week? To, I made a goal to move every day. And I hit that more than I ever did in my life. Move every day. And then if you go back to Atomic Habits, just don't miss twice. Mm -hmm. Don't miss twice and you'll at least do 50%. But a lot of times we'd be like, oh, I do this once a week. Well, if you run the numbers, bro, that's not even 50%. And 50% is at least an F. Right, right. You're doing good if you get it right at least 50% of the time. That means you didn't miss twice. But then we'd be like, oh, I did this once a week. No, I'm not looking to be a marathon reader. I'm just looking to be a reader. Yeah. 10 pages a day makes me a reader. Five minutes in the morning makes me a reader. reader. Unless you're trying to compare that shit to somebody else. Right. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, worried, I ain't worried about nobody else. Right. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I'm just trying to become this, which means I do it every day. I'm a skater. You can't tell me shit. Now, Usher probably won't have me on no time soon or nothing like that. <laughs> but I'm absolutely from skater to skater. You know what I'm saying? I got some Rydells. Hey, man, you know? I know who trained Usher. We can get you, we can yeah. get you on that Usher level. Right. We can get you on that Usher yeah. level. If, if, can you ask him to read uh, saying Superstar for me? That's my shit. <laughs> Ooh, we got, I got to do this. I always debate with people. Who has the better superstar? Usher, Luther, or, this is my wild card, Ruben Stutter. 
You might not have heard the Ruben version. I didn't hear the Ruben version, but now I'm curious. We're gonna have to put that, you know, because <laughs> like you can't, gonna, you can't, you now can't. Now you, oh, yo, Ruben, Ruben, you gotta turn. Ruben was that man. That man had a, a guy got think, a voice on him. I like, think Ruben has the best one, and I love the other two. I don't know. Usher got a lot of things going on. He got an energy, that Libra energy, you know. I'm just talking about superstar the song. I ain't talking uh, about. Man. Hey man, you know. I'm just saying. It's that bass play, in the beginning. I don't, it don't, run all of them. Play the play the Ruben win at some point and just tell me what you think. That's okay. all. It don't even we don't even got to take a vote. I just want you to listen to it and tell me what you think of his version. Okay. Well, whenever it. y'all hear Superstar, think of me. Gotcha. I feel that. Like I listen to that by myself and I like literally. Can you hit the, the high note? That's the end. <laughs> <laughs> If you wanted me to get off the show, you could have just said something. Oh I just want to know, man. It's like, you ready to leave? You know, everybody hit that high note in the car. Okay, oh, nobody hit it for in real. the car. You can't tell me that I ain't signed in the car. <laughs> I'd be in the van and all. Look oh, here. I'd be outside rolling in the van, superstar. <laughs> I was rolling up here and this man, I was in there like this. And the man next to me was like, hey. Oh, man. <laughs> have you ever been to a Usher concert? So the day that I lost my Instagram page, I, the next day I bought, um, I was so hurt. And my best friend was like, nigga, get over that shit. And I was like, okay. And I was like, I really want to go to this Usher concert, but I just lost my page, so I need to probably like plan whatever. He was like, go to the Usher concert. But I said that if I was going to the Usher concert, I wanted to sit on the stage. Mm-hmm. But they only sold it in tickets of two. And so I bought both because... That's I what you said you was going to do? That, and then I, you know, did a little shopping. I took myself out on like a... A me date because you gotta treat yourself now. Residence. I was. I was. Yes. To. In Vegas, it was. It was amazing. Took myself out. I had a great time. Um, and I had my meetings. And I decided to do the podcast. Then I took the call while I was in Vegas. Wow. I took the call to go ahead and start my book. I did a lot of things because I lost something, and I paid for something that was going to require me to keep going because I can't afford. Side, you know, stage, side, concerts and shit if I give up. If I give up. So I went and spent, and me and my accountant, we bump heads about that concert all the time because it's just like, damn, we could have did that. I would have bought four couches with that. You know, doing the concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have bought yeah. four, four couches, but that experience, yeah. I know that ain't my last that. Right. Like sitting on the side of like watching him like that close, it was just like, it wasn't about being bougie. It was about this is one of my most favorite artists and I deserve this moment. Yeah. Having to buy two tickets, went behind, like I went backstage and took the picture. Yeah. That's $1,000 for one minute. And I was like, um, you like my gold boots? I wore these because I'm coming to your concert. I said, I bought two tickets to come to this concert. He said, well, shit, get on this side so we can take two. I said, thank you. <laughs> like, That's real. I, 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 I hope that somebody will buy two tickets to come see me one day because it, it might change something for them. Like, I ain't got no problem supporting somebody. It's just money. Just money. And it's just one life. It's just one life. It's just money. And the more money I spend, the more I realize that I'm so capable of making more of it. And undoing that money, anxiety, and PTSD that we grow up with, sometimes around like black families and our culture and things like that. No, it's it's money is more than that. It's really about the capital. Yeah. And that's the point of the content house. To create social capital where people can come in and barter for something. And they can say, you know, hey, how much does it cost to do this? And I don't have the money, but you need a videographer for this. And we exchange this for that. You know what I'm saying? So now people are going to be able to go into the film world with an extravagant portfolio because they're shooting at my luxury, modern, affordable content house. You know what I'm saying? Just because I wanted to make a house that I thought I should live in. Mm, I just think that I look cute, sitting pretty in this house. 
And that's why that, like, that's what I believe. And yeah. I think that you should like that too. Yeah. Like I I don't know. And that's it's, one of the things Caleb <laughs> specializes in. Caleb always talk about scarcity mindset and how so many people have it. Yes. And once you get out of that scarcity mindset, you'll just be amazed at how much the world opened up to you. How much <laughs> Money open up to you, everything open up to and you. And sometimes you block your own blessings being you know like saying? real scarce like that. Like, like yeah, like this is the only piece of whatever I'm gonna have. Like, yeah. nah, like whatever you push out and whatever's out there, it's gonna come back to you tenfold. Like, you that, gotta let go of that one thing to get something greater. And also, you gotta understand are you looking at it from the right lenses? Right. Technically, I ran out of money for the content by house three weeks ago, yet I've still been going. Mm. I've still accomplished another room. I'm still paying my bills. The mortgage is paid. So it's like, what is it? Yeah. What? I, I don't know. But at this point, for the first time, I'm not scared of failing. Right. I'm not scared of it. Right. I, because I know I'm not going to. I yeah. understand the process. And sometimes that process has different heights. But that's not failing. I only fail if I stop. I only fail if you stop. You know what I'm saying? I only and, fail and if you don't do it. Look here, my miracle <laughs> is really stuck in traffic. Yeah. My miracle is stuck in traffic because I'm in Atlanta. And that's, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. You know what I'm saying? And I've, I've done life wrong a thousand times. Mm. I've lived like nine lives and did that shit wrong and fucked it up. I want to know what will happen if I don't fold. The first time I didn't fold, I lost the 40 pounds. Yeah, I tried 50 diets and shit to get there. But when I yeah. just did it consistently every day, that's it was the first time I everything. lost the 40 pounds. Yeah. If What will happen if I actually trust my gift as if... It wasn't given to me from a different place. I'm not folding this time. And that's why I know this is the one. I'm not folding this time. Like, this is different. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I don't know. That's real. If our hearts and minds clear, the minutes. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Put the money in the collection plate. Can the organ take us out? All right, let's do Patreon. <laughs> run it up. Cool. No, free. We got to run these bills. You know what I'm saying? All right, then, guys. Um, change agents. <laughs> this is Caleb. This is Chad. Our amazing guest. You know, we out. Please subscribe. And I want, before we get out, I want to make a goal. Somehow, we're going to determine a goal. And if we hit that goal, as far as your subscribers or however you want, I want it to be poured into you. And if we hit that goal, I'm going to take you to a Usher concert. I'm on camera. Does that come with dinner, the outfit, and the lap? I said the concert, man. Oh. I, just, man. I, I, I got tickets to the concert. Y'all heard this. We'll, we'll work that out. I got you. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it all out. We'll uh, work it out. But I just happen to know a big Usher concert is coming to Atlanta. And I, because that's somebody you love and you did this for us, I would love to be you know able saying? to help you. This ain't no one-way street. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Mutually beneficial, okay. man. Okay. Yeah. We don't play. We don't play. Cool. But we out, bro. Thank you. Yep. And cut.